How you feel, Sade? Welcome to the podcast. You gonna say something? <laughs> you can't do this. This is hilarious. You're gonna edit that out, right? <laughs> no, I'm not gonna edit that out. What so, the hell so funny? Come on, start over. Really? You, this is no, funny. we're not starting over. This is live. Come on, boy, for one under room. No, we gotta start over because this is funny. You can't, you can't do this, and we're not gonna get through it. All right, we're being serious, right? Yes. All right, let's be serious. Can I preach it? When storms come, our faith is tested. And how we see Christ is revealed. And sometimes Christ will lead his disciples into a storm because there is something about who he is that we need to know. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Love you, Mama. What's good? What's good? What's popping today? I will be having a conversation with my first Yes, in light of today being National Women's Day, I want to take some time to celebrate the women that God has placed in my life. And so today, my first guest will be none other than a woman that has made the biggest impact on my life, uh, my wife, Sade Brown Sims. So excited to have her with me today. Uh, We have been married for 11 years now. We have four children. Sade is about to finish her first year of grad school, uh, where she'll be graduating, and she is studying uh, special education. Uh, She has a huge heart for women's ministry and just released her first blog last week called Unveil. Right, welcome to the podcast. Hi, everybody. What's going on? Are you you nervous? I am. Why? It's like nobody here. It's just me. This <laughs> is So glad that you're here with me today. Uh, so we don't jump. We don't jump right into the conversation. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Um, so you just released uh, your first blog, right? Congratulations! Congratulations on that. And uh, so, so tell me a little bit about what inspired the blog, and um, and share maybe just a little bit. Um, about the blog um what inspired my blog uh basically just trying to walk in my fullness of being me Hmm. and so just uncovering and unclothing all the things that was placed on me that was never meant for me to wear Mm -hmm. um and so my goal um was to as i walk in this journey to invite other women that's similar and, and, and want to walk in themselves as well. Um, and just create, creating a space for, for that and for people to know that they are loved and seen um, and they have support. I was excited to do it. Um, I wanted to do it a few years ago, but I felt like I was still fresh in my recovery um, of being me unapologetically. So I just wanted to take time and to just like learn me before I offer myself to others. Yeah. So a few, I would say a good like five or six years ago, I was just at home um, 
and asking myself like, who am I? What's wrong with the question? I don't know. Um, it could have been that my environment only seen me as a mom and a wife. Mm. And so it was, it made me ask the question like, so really who am I? Like if this person say I'm this, but I feel like I'm that, which one is true? Um, the name is called Unveil Me. Um, and the goal here is to literally um, take off all things that was placed on our as in women identity, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so my goal is to um, liberate women for them to be their authentic self. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like most times people only liberate women at their expense in their game. Mm-hmm. Um, women is always the afterthought. Um, we're not the, the first pick, right? We don't get that um, seat at the table unless it's a benefit, right, to, right. to that group. Right. And so, so your hope is to, you know, to offer that table, that, that seat at the table, that, right, that voice to the microphone for women um, and, it, and it not becoming you know, at someone else's benefit, you know what I'm saying? It's like at your own benefit, right? So I know, I know before, I, I want to really get into this question because uh, you talked about it a lot, a lot. And, um, you know, I think it's a very needed subject in comparison, and that is the difference between transparency and vulnerability. Uh, yes, I feel like... Um that vulnerability and transparency um, works hand in hand with each other. But oftentimes I think they get confused on their roles. Um, I feel like transparency is plays the role of just becoming familiar with someone, right? Like, it's like, oh yeah, I know that um, Lamar likes to play basketball. Why, how do I know that? Because he said it. But it's like, Vulnerability is knowing why Lamar loves basketball mm. and how it impacts him. Yeah, talk about Lamar um, and basketball. <laughs> um, and so I think most of the time, um, in my experience, I've seen transparency done as a mask to vulnerability. Uh, um, I think people, when you come to transparency, you have control of what you share and. Um, how it's perceived mm. to a vulnerability is not in your hands uh, you cannot control the thought process or interpretation one may have on how something impacted you in, in transparency that that can also be a mask as well mm-hmm. right is that you know someone you can get by with it yeah you can get by with it right and like some I think when I think about like transparency I think it's one of the, you know, ways in which we try to um, be relatable. Be relatable, but also like practice humility. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, so it's like I'm being transparent, and so like when a person is transparent, we often like, oh, they're so humble. Look at them; they they're telling you this, they're presenting you with this. But in re- but but actually, transparency doesn't release anything right it's still you controlling everything because you're 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 still controlling the narrative in which you want people to see you when you're being transparent yep 
right? So it's 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 preventing you from being exposed, right? It's like um, transparency transparency only shares experiences. Right. That's it. Right. And it can trick people to think like they know you mm. well. That's good. To where vulnerability allows people to know you exposed mm-hmm. with no filter. Deeply. To know how things affect you in, in, in transparency that's always a victory story in it. Mm-hmm. and vulnerability is just bareness you're exposed like completely there's no realm of protection right this is me not victoriously this is me right? broken yeah this is me broken this is and me holistically really yeah not even just broken but ho- holistically yes this is me when Everything is going well. This is me when everything is not going well. Transparently, it's always have a superhero at the end. To a vulnerability, expose your humanity. Nobody wants to see humanity in a weakened state. Yeah. And I love love the fact that you... You call transparency a mask as well, right? Because so often we we, we think we're practicing transparency as in... an unveiling shout out to your blog as an unveiling of of self when really we're still keeping the mask on we're just telling people that it's there like think about growing up right um what goes on in this house stays in this house right that was a law in our house right um no one was too a was able to see what was really happening on the inside um because Everything on the outside mattered. Our image mattered. Um, the praises wanted to keep coming, right? Um, oh, that's a well-kept family, or they handle their business, but no one knows the effects of being strong, right? It's like, oh, she's a mother, she's a wife, she goes to school. Is she a first lady? She's strong, She resilient. But you don't know how that is affecting Vulnerability deals with the emotions and the impact. And transparency deals with the surface of things. Right. Yeah, we're quick to tell people what happened to us. But we're slow to tell people how it affected us. Mm-hmm. Or even, even that we're not slow to tell people how it affected us. We don't have the correct terminology. We don't have the correct framework. We're not even able to identify half the time, more, more than half the time, the stuff that affects us, right? And I, I think I enjoy that about your blog when I'm reading it because it's like, for, for a while, it's like you these things happen to you and you have these experiences. And as a result of these experiences, there are things from that experience that tries to attach itself to your identity. And you begin to put on things that you shouldn't wear. As a matter of fact, you can't wear, right? You can't wear them, but you're walking around with these big clothes on. And we know, right, even figuratively speaking, if a person is wearing clothes that is too big for them, then it requires more strength to move. It's important for us to put clothes on that fits us, right? That fits our identity in the way that God shaped us and made us. And in order for us to do that, there is an unclothing of who people said we should be. So there's one thing for people to say that you're something. 
But in order for you to actually wear it, you have to put it on. In the midst of vulnerability, um, God gets the glory. And so if I want people to see me as Christ see me, I have to remove myself for that to be revealed, right? I have to take off and unveil that I am who I am because God is who he is. And so you don't get that with transparency because I, because you I'm controlling the narrative. So in vulnerability, God is controlling the narrative. Yeah. Our culture and, and our society goes against those things. We see it as a form of protecting ourselves. Right. Right, it's like, oh, I have to protect myself because if I don't, people are going to misinterpret who I am. Right. But in vulnerability, we don't allow people to interpret who we are. That's solely given to, to God. It's, yeah, vulnerability is definitely like a release of control. It's like I have no idea what's going to happen. What's going to happen, what people are, how people are going to take this, mm-hmm. how it's going to affect people. Um, but what is the response? Is what right? the how response is, me. exactly. Um, and notice that we keep saying the me. Yeah. Right? Like the goal is to bring God glory, mm-hmm. to, to see Him. Right. Um, to put him on the pedestal. People ask me like, well, why do you choose to be vulnerable? I said, it's a choice because in return, I'm liberated. Mm. Um, in return, I'm not bound, right? I'm not bound to the perspective of others. That's good. Um, I'm not bound to um, the garments you want to label me with your words, yeah. um, clothe me with your ideas people function based on who they are you have to program your mind to talk to yourself in the way that god would talk to you um as we search through the scriptures we all want to find ourselves but if we approach scriptures with finding god we find ourselves and we know how he cares for us and how he loves for us and what we stand with him and i think that's the comfort that makes it doable Mm -hmm. um Chasing that, um, living by that, helps with the courage to be vulnerable. Yeah. Vulnerability is such a courageous thing. But to do that boldly says a lot about who God is. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the most important thing. I think that's the beautiful part about vulnerability is that I am healed through God getting glory. In order to practice vulnerability, one must trust the Lord. Like you there's a like you gotta trust God that He got you, that He got your back, that He, you know what I'm saying, that He's in your corner. People can take their love away. Um and I learned that God doesn't take his love away. Like he even in times to where I am unsure he still remains faithful he doesn't fret it took me a while to arrive there too um it wasn't it's not easy battling um battling that identity is it's really hard to practice vulnerability because you you want to protect yourself because people would call me things in a negative way it made me reserved to 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 be me Right? Because it's like, I'm not appealing to these people that I want to appeal to. Um, I don't fit in the circle that I want to be a part of. And I think it it becomes a battle back and forth to where you want to be you, 
mm-hmm. but I also want to be loved. So, but that's what their lie was. Yeah. It's like be me and be lonely. I could be me and be loved by so many. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the the lie that the enemy tells us is like you have to conform. Yeah. This way to be loved. You will only really experience the authenticity of love when you're functioning fully as yourself. As yourself. Like, people want to away from vulnerability because of shame. Think about Adam and Eve. They ran and clothed themselves. Mm-hmm. They were shamed. I'd ask, what, what are you doing? Why are you hiding? What, are you, what is there to be ashamed of? Um, and instead of telling him what was going on, they chose to clothe themselves with leaves. And it's like, that's not what I clothe you with. Shame don't feel good. Um, but to come out of that, it takes a process of really knowing your your place in, in God's kingdom. Like, um, knowing who he designed you to be makes all of the difference. Yeah. And unfortunately, I didn't have too many people telling me who I legit was. Yeah. I only had people telling me who they wanted me to be and so I aligned. Yeah. Like I aligned my likes to theirs. I aligned my um, definition of appeal to theirs. I'm doing all this but nobody knows that I am depressed. Nobody knows that I am I have anxiety attacks daily. So it's like, what is the, how could you say you love me when you cannot walk with me in my darkest hour? Mm. I called all the women from Legacy Rose. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was the hardest thing for me to do because I felt like I had to be um, perfect for them. They didn't tell me that, right? Mm -hmm. They didn't, they didn't say like, oh, I want you to be perfect. They didn't do that. But I, because I, was groomed to make sure I appealed to the people. I wanted to do everything in my interest to make sure I was doing everything they wanted me to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that, I, I fell short. Um, I felt, I called them up and I told them I felt like I failed you all as your first lady. Um, I remember even boo-hooing. Um, and I remember that night just telling them how Everything has affected me. I told them my insecurities that day all just came out. And I remember just feeling free afterwards. Yeah. Like, I remember getting people legit checking in on me. Right. I never got that. Right. Which is crazy because we would like to believe that being our authentic self being vulnerable is going to scare people away and it actually draws them closer it actually builds intimacy um so it's it's a new norm to be vulnerable to 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 see to allow people in to see you at your most and i I don't like using the term weak so much because semantics play a role in this but my definition of weak is strength now Right, my definition of sharing is liberating. Like it's it's so much freedom and truth. But what made me write the blog was to help women experience that same thing. And I'm specifically focusing on women because though I went to 
I was in the body. I was plugged in the community, um, being discipled. I still felt that there was not a place for it. It, it was talked about, but it wasn't cultivated. Mm. Um, it was mentioned, but it wasn't no opportunities. I didn't see it. And so it has increased my prayer life. It has increased my trust in God. It has literally freed me from the bounds of caring what people think of me to the extent of my demise. And that's a place that I refuse to go back to. Like the enemy sets up all these snares to, to in, in experiences so that we tell it to stop us from being vulnerable. So we can see vulnerability as something that is negative, something I need to stay away from. And he does that deceptively, right, in deception by masking it behind protecting yourself. Protecting yourself. It's I growing up, that's what we was taught, right? Mm-hmm. What goes on this house stays in this house. We I, we I have to protect this family. Right in my blog, I talked about how my attributes was offensive to people. Right. Right. Um, me being assertive was too much. Oh, you in, you un, you're unable to submit because you're too assertive. Or my passion was mistaken for aggressive anger. Mm. You know, because if I allowed everyone else to tell me who I was, I'm going to be always a lost soul. I'm always going to be on a different path, trying to find something new, trying to figure out who I am. But one thing's for sure, if God said it's the soul, it's strength and seal. That's right. Um, it doesn't return void. So going back to him and knowing about him, learning about him, it revealed who I was. Knowing that I'm beloved, you know, I love being, I'm a beloved daughter, nothing mm-hmm. more, nothing less. That's who I am. I am a friend of God. I am made new. I've been reconciled. I've been redeemed. Um... A sacrifice was given for me, even in my flaws. Like, it's like, so that's who I am. I'm loved, I'm valued, and I'm seen. And so on my blog, you can see that um, on a banner, because that's who I am. And when you believe that from the God who created the universe, no one else's opinions matter. They don't stick. They don't stick. If you it know, contradicts that, it don't stick. The, if you tell me I'm everything but valued, loved, and seen, I... That's not who I am. And with that type of mentality, it, it is, for me, I think about scriptures like, no weapon formed against me shall prosper, right? When you think about these scriptures of protection, right? We think about it's like, when you're sure of who God is, as a result of you being sure of who God is, you're sure of who you are. It's like, come rain, hail, sleep, or snow, it doesn't matter who leaves, doesn't matter what persecution comes. When we look at the scriptures, like, they didn't have easy lives. And if God is strong, if God is courageous, if God is brave, if God is love, is God is value, right, and righteous and perfect, and I'm made in his image, what does that say about me? So if I believe that, then I, I begin to walk in that. And as I'm walking in that, you can't convince me of nothing else. And, and, and I, I spoke about that on... Um, my first post, Who Am I? I talked about how I got to where I met in my journey, um, what led me there, and then I made sure to 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 let people know that there's gonna be a, there's times of struggle. Are you gonna those doubts are going to slowly creep 
creep in and that's the significance of community that's the significance of surrounding yourself with Christ-minded people who's going to rebut those things mm. who's going to um, solicit prayers and wage war with you yeah. um, against those principalities because it's, it's not fleshly yeah. um, they're going to make sure you're suited in the armor of God Right. If it wasn't for my support system, um, I think it would have been easily to regress mm-hmm. back to, to that dark alley. Right, to put those clothes back on. Um because when you're when you are in recovery, there's always a battle. There's always opportunity for a relapse. Like now that we are aware of that, what are we gonna do about it? So it's like what does prevention looks like? What does protecting um, your space look like, right? Um, and having those that support, having those people to go to in those in those during those times has kept me on my journey. Yeah. Um, and I'm grateful for them, and I make sure I let them know. And I'm grateful that he revealed those people to me. And they mean everything to me. Facts. You mentioned community and how important community was for you and not relapsing, mm-hmm. right? Vulnerability set you free, but community is like, hey, man, they need that accountability. And I think that's, man, we, that's another conversation, right? We talked about, you know, freedom comes with responsibility, Right? So a lot of times, being proactive, exactly. It's like when you free, we are set free to pursue freedom, right? We think often think of freedom and liberation as as an event Mm -hmm. versus a lifestyle. lifestyle. Come on, somebody. Liberation is a lifestyle. You have to be proactive, just like you do with your salvation Mm -hmm. and your sanctification. once we acknowledge who God is, right, we don't just stop there, right? We pursue, we are active. So on this journey of newness, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, on this journey of recovery, right. there's a lot of things that has to be refined. It doesn't stop with, okay, now I'm aware, that's it. It's like, now that I'm aware, I found out the why. Now, what does a resolution look like? That's right. Sometimes we may know what we need and don't have the resources or don't have the support set in place. And so I encourage everybody to be diligent and seek out. Don't wait for it to fall in your lap. Seek people out. Pray. Get involved. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't be afraid to fail tried it this time and it didn't work it's like get up and, and keep trying again. keep going um because you're gonna have those times so where you're gonna run into those people that didn't steward your vulnerability well mm. right mm. you're gonna you're gonna have those times to where you was vulnerable and people didn't do the godly thing with your vulnerability yeah. but that's between them and Jesus if I consume myself with others' responsibility, I'm not ever going to fulfill mine. Yeah. My 
purpose in my womanhood is to live a life that's honoring to God and to bring glory to Him alone. That comes with knowing who God is. No, knowing who God is. For I real, guarantee. for real. Not not just who people say God no, is. You seeking Him out only for yourself. You are diving into the scriptures for Him to reveal Himself to you. Preaching doesn't give validity to God. God gives validity to the preacher. Mm. You have to seek him out. I think what you said today was very good and very wise. I think it really speaks to the woman of God um, that you are and that you are becoming. And I just pray that God will continue to use you and your voice and that as you are practicing vulnerability, that he... Um, creates opportunity through that for other people to be liberated as he is healed.